I'm high maintenance. I'm low maintenance. And, and we're, we're self misguided. <laughs> I think we actually did it right. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even think about asking who was doing that part. Um, so in case you couldn't figure it out already, today we're going to be talking about being high maintenance and being low maintenance. We're going to get obviously into some of the nitty gritty that makes us both. Yeah. But we're also going to talk about kind of like the impact that has had like on our lives and where it stems from and you know we're going to turn this conversation way deeper than it needs to be. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Not us. No. Um, but I do feel the need to like, we're, so we're recording our second podcast of the night and I scarfed down a hamburger in between the two of these. If you throw up, I'm leaving. No, no, no. Uh, so I went out and I gave Ryan a hug, right? But I like flashed him. I was wondering why you were laughing. And he looks out the window like someone was going to see me. <laughs> One, I'm the naked neighbor. Deal with it. <laughs> Everyone support Theodore is like never once. He's taken his clothes off all the time. He knows. He knows what our role is. Yeah. And then Ryan over here, it's like 8.13 at night. He's worried someone outside of our window just saw me flash him. I wasn't <laughs> facing the window. What a weirdo. Anyway. And he didn't put cheese on my hamburger. Uh, he's like, well, I didn't know if you wanted it. Um, has our entire marriage been a lie? I just had it right I, was, I did hear you say, how long have we been married? <laughs> like, really like, I'm not done listening into your conversation. <laughs> <laughs> don't leave the door open if you don't want me to hear. No, I, I do want you to hear. <laughs> You're just lucky. <laughs> I can't with I had a poop, I guess. Last time she pooped and I had to smell it for like 45 minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Watch, that's what she's about to do. So we're sitting here and we look over at the cat and she's in the litter box and all of a sudden we just <laughs> hear her start peeing. Yeah, like you can hear her peeing. Like, ma'am. Why does she do it over the room? I thought they liked their private... I know it's like fully enclosed, but like, I can see you. What are you doing? <laughs> it's like, she just Mom. stopped and stared at you. She wanted to stay out and hang out with Ryan. I know she did, but we closed the door, so she can't do that. Poor baby. <clears throat> Wait, what is this? High sorry. maintenance, low maintenance. Okay. Where, where do we even start here? Where do we even start? Um, if you can't figure out, I'm Ashley, and I'm high maintenance. I'm Valencia, and I'm low maintenance. And if you couldn't figure that out, you're 12 episodes in too late. <laughs> I don't even know what episode number this is going to be. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not even going to try to figure that one out. Should have to see if there's any hamburger left on that plate. <laughs> so, Valencia, you're low maintenance. Yeah. Um, and I'm a bad influence. <laughs> you're turning me high maintenance on things, and I don't know if Alan appreciates that or not. Good thing I didn't ask him. <laughs> yeah, so I'm high maintenance, and I believe it started the moment I came out of the womb. <laughs> likely. Very so, likely. like, I hear, like, the story that, like, always reminds me is, like, I was a really little baby. I was preemie. And I, my cry was so quiet, which is really funny when you think about who I am now, that I was in the bassinet next to my parents' bed, and they had to put, like, because it was, like, the walkie-talkie baby monitors, essentially, in next to my head, and my mom had to sleep with it for them to hear me cry. Wow. Made up for that. Don't you worry. <laughs> so, like... You're probably an extremely loud toddler, I bet. Oh, I can only imagine. I was a mean toddler, from what I hear, which... <laughs> shocker. I had an older brother, though, so... I think that's why I relate so much to Charlotte. I was like, this is exactly what I'm going through right now. <laughs> um, but, like, I also would only go to sleep if my dad was, like, rubbing my foot. Aww. I know. Which is, like, so cute. And, like, that's what I tell you about out of the womb high maintenance. I'm one of those, like, I don't know, rub my back when we're going to bed because it helps me, like, relax. And he'll start to fall asleep and I do You're the like, whole, like, no. shimmy thing. Until he rubs it again. See, Ryan is, like, definitely, like, if I ask him to do that, he'll, like, can you scratch my back now? And so I'd rather just not... Just pretend you're asleep. That's what I do. Like, How many times not. can I do that, though? Works every time for me. <laughs> six years hey, six years strong. I have to cut this out because he listens to our podcast. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> you're like, no. My secret is out. Yeah. He, I think he knows. Like, I'm not that believable. Steps up. Never mind. It's like a Taylor Swift song. I don't. I'm yeah, not. I, uh, I'm not current with that. I would love to go to one of those though. She's the coming, yeah, she's coming back after. That gives she's me done. so much anxiety. 
Well, see, I was at Melanie's house and they told me that they bought tickets for next November when she comes back over here after touring in like wherever. Europe or whatever. And I was like, oh man, you should have told me I wanted to go. And they're, so they bought the tickets like last week. And so I got on there like while I was there last night and the tickets are now like $2,600. And I was like, oh. Well. I like, I like small, I like, I like smaller concerts because they're less stressful. I've only been to one at the Walmart yep. one. Yeah. And, and you pregnant. I got pregnant that night. <laughs> but I haven't been to like anything big like that. I'm like dying to experience it. Bucket no. list item right there. <laughs> but I'm that like, makes, I'm saving That my... makes me want to peel my skin off. <laughs> I'm saving my money for when Megan Trainer decides to tour because oh. I'm ready for that. Uh, yeah, no, that uh, that makes me gross to think about going to something. Like, I, and here's the thing, right? Can you imagine parking there? I wouldn't be driving. I just, just like, but think about it. Like, you're in the car. Yeah. And you have to park there. Just get there 17 hours early. Get there like 17 days early. Yeah. Can you imagine when parking is... It's just part of don't the Don't you like experience? how I like hung up on that part? Like wear comfortable shoes. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, don't be the driver, the number f- one. Wear comfortable <laughs> shoes because you're probably going to have to walk a mile. The first time I went to see 21 Pilots, I wore high heels, which was not really the big problem, but I did pass out. Like, <laughs> Not because of the high heels, obviously. Pre- Luckily, it was pre-them coming on, so I didn't miss any of their show. What caused it? Was it hot? That blood sugar, like my blood oh. sugar bottomed out, that kind of stuff, so. Sounds like a you thing. It's definitely a me thing. <laughs> and I'll do it again. <laughs> no, we've, I've been to a ton of concerts, but um, that that was like my, fa- that was like one of my favorites because like me and my friend Courtney went and we had, who is that? Who do you think it is? She calling? Or no, she it's does? just a text message. Oh. And Terry's like, they're recording. I have to at least be. She's in. Like, is Ashley within ten feet of you? <laughs> she said, "Can I call you later?" Yeah, I'm at Ashley. <laughs> She's gonna die. She. It's funny because she even called you when I was at your house this yeah. week. Um. We love it. It's just, she must get good vibes. She's like, oh, Val's probably in a great mood right now. I need yeah. to call her. Oh, that's nice. Um. She's getting really excited. I bet it's coming up. Yeah, so I went, that was like fun, and I was in college, and it was like, I had, I drove, and had like, <laughs> had like, so that's like one of my favorite concert experiences, was the first time, first time I went to see 21 Pilots, but Ryan and I have been to, where Sam, was it? In the, at the Truman in Kansas City. Oh, okay. Ryan and I have been to see Sam Hunt at Downstream, and Tyler Childers at the Amp. Which is like, I'll never, like, I cannot wait for Theodore to be old enough to understand that he would only fall asleep to Tyler Childers. Remember that morning you came over and it was like blaring yeah. to eat and we were like, the baby has like not been sleeping. What you would only, there was a point where you'd only fall asleep to Tyler Childers. So for Christmas, Go-Go got mom and dad tickets to see him. That's nice. Like, well, you guys have listened to this enough, you might as well do it live. No, right. it was so nice. It was such a fun time too. And now we have Tyler Childers lyrics tattooed for the baby. That's when you stayed down there, didn't you? Yeah. We stayed down there twice with Theodore. But at that point, like, so Theodore has, is, like, done sleeping in a packet place. He's decided he's too big. And I don't like to co-sleep. And then the bed we sleep in down there is a full. Oh, yeah. So Theodore wouldn't sleep in the packet place. So all three of us are in this full-size bed. I've been trying to talk Terry into, like, getting a new bed before we come there. Because it's, it's, like, it's either a twin or a full. Like, it's tiny. Well, it it's like. not a twin, because you two couldn't fit in a twin together. We did, for a year, whenever he lived with me at my parents' house. Well, yeah, it's like when you're in high school, it's a little different. <laughs> I am not a cuddler. It was awful for me, but, it so it must be a full. But I was like, you should get a new, like, a queen to put down there. Well, it's a full-size bed, because we put, like, whenever we go, all of the spare rooms are taken, like, Ryan's mom, Ryan's sister, us. Yeah. And it's the only one with enough room, like, in one area to put a packet oh, play yeah. up in. So, that's why we... Which is fine. Like, it's... It's fine with just Ryan and I. It's like, we throw the baby in, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, like, luckily, Jill was there, so she heard him wake up, like, super early, and she came and swooped in. Oh, that's cool. I know. I literally forgot what we were recording for a second again. <laughs> Yeah, so that's how so, we got off on that concert tangent. Yeah. What do you feel like is the biggest high maintenance thing for you, and why do you think you're so high maintenance about it? I like 
I just, I generally in a high, like, I, like I don't, I, there can be, there's not a thing I think of that's like one because, like, I, I like to t- self care. I like to take care of myself. I need to take care of myself. Um, I bet if you asked Ryan, he'd be like, "Your incessant need to have a clean home," because it's it's beautiful, nice and clean. I, listen, you're the only one who just like fully is like, "This is the best thing that's ever happened." It is. I love coming here. It's like calm, calming. Yeah. And even if you are cleaning the whole time I'm here, sometimes. It's still calming. I love when you do that. Like, I love that you, like, I love my, all of my friends. Like, I don't know if it's just, like, they have, they've just decided that's who I am and they love me anyway, but I love when my friends come out and don't say shit when I just clean. It's the best thing ever. It's, like, it's so helpful to have someone at your house. Yeah, well, I've noticed you started, like, well, I don't know if you started because I wasn't paying attention before you had, like, said something about it to me, but you do it whenever I'm over, too. Yeah, I, yeah, you, honestly. Like, I came over this week and your kid is, like, dying on the couch and your other kid is trying to kill that kid on the couch and, and i'm doing the dishes and you're doing, <laughs> like we're like ryan you're fine all three babies in there yeah no so what you said is like self-care is like your one of your main priorities like to be high maintenance about and i didn't know how to do that before i met you yeah and so you being high maintenance about that really showed me how important it is and like i am so grateful that you are high maintenance about that because i am now so much healthier and happier since I met you and took on some of that, like, myself. Well, like, absolutely not a dig at Alan at all because he travels. But you're a single mom a lot, but also I am... Ryan is, like, very a very in-tune partner. Like, Ryan is the more emotional of the two of us. He's, like, he's he was raised by a single mom, had a sister. He's very in-tune in, like, the best ways. So I was able to develop who I was as a self-care, like, and how I wanted to, like, who I was and how I wanted my self-care to be and how I wanted to treat myself pre-motherhood. Mm. So I already had, like, a really, you did not have a strong foundation of it. I had a strong foundation as a teenager, like, but, like, I've been, I loved makeup as a kid and, like, like all the things I do, bubble baths and candles and all that stuff, and my dad begrudgingly would do it. My mom loved that I loved that stuff. And, um, so, and then in, like, young adulthood, I didn't have kids. I, like, so I was really able to, like, solidify and figure out what worked for me. You had kids so young and got married and, like, you just didn't have that kind of fostering environment at home either. Um, so I had, like, already had a solid foundation for kids. Well, then I had a kid and I know, like, a lot of this is my personality and it's not just Ryan, but, like, I can literally be, like, okay... I'm going to, like, the baby's going to go down, but I'm going to, I'm going to go to the gym, and then I'm going to come home, and I'm going to sit an hour on my shower, and then I'm going to do skincare, and then I'm going to read, and then I'm going to do, like, my, I'm going to spend three hours on myself tonight, mm-hmm. and my husband doesn't bat an eye, right. and I don't feel, I never feel guilty about it, um, or, like, okay, we don't have time for that, so you're going to put the baby down so I can do this, and, like, vice versa, um, kind of thing, so I think... You watching people not feel guilty about taking care of themselves is, like, the biggest. Like, I think that's the thing that really triggered it for you. Yeah. Is, like, you're like, oh, you can do this and then not feel bad. I'm, like, even though my husband would be, like, go do it, I'd be, like. You don't mean that. I can't enjoy it. (laughs) What's the point? But now I really do and it's really nice. And I even can prioritize it now even when he's gone. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, the biggest thing for me that I'm so grateful I can, I learned how to do that. So, obviously, without getting too, like, emotional or, like, in-depth, where do you feel like, like, do you feel like you're low-maintenance because you're low-maintenance? Do you feel like you, it was a survival method? Definitely survival. Like, I don't, I don't know if I ever was high-maintenance or, like, I don't know if I've always been just low-maintenance or, I never actually really thought about it until, like, we, whenever we started talking about it and I had to sit there and be like, what am I so specific on that I have to have it this way every time? And of course, <laughs> the one thing that came back was like food. Yeah. Because that's like something I've always kind of been in control of for the most part. But when I was a kid, I mean, it was very inconsistent, unstable. We moved a lot. And so there was a lot of times where we didn't have a lot. And yeah. so I kind of got used to just dealing with whatever circumstance I had with what I had. And it did suck a lot. But I think I just never really attached to things 
like people or routines or whatever because it was always changing. Mm-hmm. And so I had to be someone who just goes with the flow. And that bugs me now to be like so like casual about everything. Like I I love structure. I like having a routine, but I don't have I don't always have the um drive to like keep it. Yeah. You know. I I have all these plans. I could write it down what my dream day would look like and I would love to do that every day. But for the most part, I feel like I still am in survival mode, especially when my husband is gone. I I would agree you very much still live in survival mode. And like I, but I can see the horizon coming and like I'm just preparing for like when you sleep for five days straight and come out of that because that's like what happens. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, it's funny because like, you know, like I'm very routine driven, but like I couldn't have told you, like, my family didn't have a lot of money growing up. Like, one, we we lived in a house that, like, we live on a half acre of land and, like, in town. So we had a huge yard. And that was, like, the epitome. Like, everyone loved coming over and playing. And now that I'm looking at swing sets for my kid, my dad made stuff happen. Because I've got a new swing set, like, every few years. We wow. always had, like, a swing set because I loved to swing. Always had a slide, always had swings, always had like, a basketball goal, like, all this stuff. And... To play with so we were outside all the time but my family was very routine like we woke up at the same time you know we woke up we got ready we like you know and like as I think about it like my dad was very routine and like my mom was very routine and so I grew up like kind of with days looking similar and when they looked different something was happening like should have been happening mm-hmm. so I definitely like I like you like routine you love routine you stick with it I short circuit without it. And like a lot of people are like, oh, that's so great. That's so productive. But I'm trying really hard to make sure Theodore doesn't get that way. Which, because for me, it's so, so hard to like not have a routine. Like mm-hmm. everything falls off. Like I get nothing done. I'm not productive. I'm like mentally really upset. All of those things. Like, so it's definitely like I'm on the unhealthy side of it. So I work really hard, right? I just like, I'll, t- I'll just th- t- toss Theodore's routine out the window and everything is still okay. Like, make him know that it's not because something bad has happened or mm-hmm. mom and dad aren't fighting or, you know, all this stuff. I just give him, like, okay, here's – your routine doesn't have to be the same every day. And, like, I started it little with, like um, – because at first, when he first was little, you have to give him a routine. It was bath, book, bottle, sleep sack – or bath, bottle, book, sleep sack, bed. Mm-hmm. Then I, so I really, first I started switching book and bottle or sleep sack and bottle, like little things. And then I started to not do bath every few nights. And then we started to push back his bedtime some nights. And then we were really like, okay, we want to be out till eight. So you're not going to go home and go to bed till eight. So you're definitely not getting a bath. And so now we're just a lot more free and it tends to like, he, he handles it really well. Um, but yeah, a routine is like, obviously like the way I am about my routine is very high maintenance. But, no, I'm, like, if you, like, follow our Instagram, you saw our, like, our must-haves talk. And so my, like, my like oral routine is 10,000 steps. Like, I've got a tongue scraper and two mouthwashes and teeth whitening and all of that. And my skincare in the morning is face wash, serum, spray, a hydrating spray, a hyaluronic acid, eye cream, moisturizer, sunscreen, and then I I love makeup. My nighttime routine is remove my makeup, then wash my face. Then I have like a nighttime like a chemical exfoliant, and then I use like a it's like an acne fighting spray. Then I use my hydrating serum, and then I use eye cream, and then I use a night moisturizer, and then I put a face oil on. Like it's it's very extra, and like but. To me, it's all self-care, right? Like, doing the body lotion or, like, body oil when I get out the shower, body lotion a little later. I fake tan. I dye my eyebrows whenever my hair is dyed dark like it is now because I'm a natural ginger. I do that. Like, I shave my face. I, like, I do all of these little things um, about, like, my self-care and, like, that kind of stuff. And I've always just been that way. And so, like, that stuff is so important to me to be able to, like, sit back and do that. Going to the gym, being able to exercise, being able to, like, 
walk. That's definitely like, and then I like makeup and I like expensive makeup and I have a lot of it. And so people see me like, oh my gosh, she's so high maintenance. And I like to wear jewelry and you know, like I'm very traditionally high maintenance too. But then there are the little things of like, I'm not like when I was dating and like even when Ryan and I were dating, I'm not the chill girlfriend. I, you need to text me back. I like this kind of stuff. Like I'm not, I'm not going to play it cool, play it easy. That's not who I was. It's not how I am as a wife, I can assure you. <laughs> That's like me the other night. Um, so oh, with Alan not. traveling, we're very communicative. Like, yeah. he'll tell me if he's getting ready to go to bed, so I know if he doesn't text me back, he's asleep and not dead. But I called him for half an hour the other night because he didn't tell me that he was going to bed or that he was tired. Though, it was one of those things he texted me and was like, are you tired? And it's like whenever you're with your friends and you're hungry and you're like, hey, are you hungry? You know? <laughs> and so... I was calling him, like, my anxiety was high, too, because of Jack being yeah. sick and all that stuff, and that's, like, something, like, you have to text me, like, he has to text me back, or he has to call me back. Uh-huh. Anyone else, I'm like, yeah. whatever. Well, it's, like, definitely your marriage and your friendships yeah. are different, but, like, I'm also, like, high maintenance, and my, I, like, I'm definitely a high maintenance friend, too, not, like, where you need to have all this time and stuff aside for me, but, like, I do require, like, a interactive friendship. Yeah. But you're the most low key, high maintenance friend I've had. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like let's hang out and we just sit on the couch and watch TikToks yeah. side by side for two hours. Even if it takes like three attempts to hang out, like we're yeah. gonna hang out for sure. But it's like yeah, it's and nice. then I'm like let's start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's I swear that's how you like trap me to be your friend for life. Because if this I goes well, you. like, we'll have to stay friends forever. You could have a collar daddy falling out. I know you don't get that reference, but someone will. <laughs> so, like, how do you feel like being low maintenance has, like, impacted your life? Besides the fact that you have a hard time taking care of yourself. See, that's just, like, that's just it. Like, I never really thought about it because it's just, I guess... Like, always, my practically half my life, or even maybe my whole life, because I've had a very unstable life, I've always been in, like, survival mode. And that's how I thought everyone was, I guess. Or, like, I just thought it was normal, honestly. And I've even had this, like, realization, like, recently. I was like, is it normal or common to feel this way? And I feel like it is now, which is bad, technically. But I'm just, I always just thought... That's who I am. That's how I'll always be, but I didn't have to be. I feel like you surround yourself with a lot of people who, like, went through similar things. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, you feel like it's normal. It's because a yeah. lot of the people around you, which not to say it's bad by any means. Um, but that's, like, probably a lot of it. Yeah. I just, like, I don't know. It's, it, it's easy for me, I guess, to stay low maintenance and just go with the flow and like, especially when I'm I have... the flow. <laughs> like Ryan goes with the flow. I'm the flow. <laughs> yeah. It's just like when we had kids, it seemed easy as well because we, we were the parents like, especially when Jack was an only kid, like he could stay up. It was like, I stayed up till 11. He stayed up till 11. We just hung out. We'd both sleep till 11 a.m. I wish Theodore were like that. Theodore was like, no, I'm going to bed at 7 p.m. Don't speak to me. He's like, could you turn the sound machine on and yeah. the lights down? I want the fan on low, yeah. not high. Um, Jack didn't you- have a sound machine. Like, he co-slept with us, so he slept when we slept. And it was, like, super chill. He didn't have a routine. There were days where I'm like, how many days has it been since you've had a bath? Like, that's how chill we were. Yeah. And even when we had Charlotte, it was basically the same. And so it wasn't until I really met you that I was like, I thought it was, I don't, I thought it was like hereditary or like the genes that you have, like you being so anal about your routine that Theodore just was. Maybe. <laughs> that is so funny. I was like, well, maybe it is because like I was super chill, like the kids were as well. And you're like, you're like that. And so I figured he just Whoa. was because like even Cora's like, she's like me and we're just like super chill and her kid is too. Like he doesn't really, isn't specific about when he needs to go to bed. <laughs> And so, well, I and, think, well, and then my sister had her kid and she, her and him are just like you guys. So yeah. I was like, I was like, she's on her routine. Too. Yeah. So for me, I didn't like, I didn't, yeah, it was like Theodore started getting, I actually feel like a lot of kids probably are like Theodore, but parents don't realize it. Like, oh, they're just cranky. They're babies. For real. Put them to bed. That's why they're cranky. I'm like, no, we're not going home yet. We're like hanging out. I don't know why he's crying. It's so annoying. 
<laughs> he keeps Jack. Jack was also the baby. Yeah. And Jack could sleep like anywhere. Like he was that way for a long time. So that was actually really nice. Charlotte was a little more like she fought sleep a lot and was cranky. But I also, when she was born, that was during like my husband was traveling and we lived with Cora. And I didn't go anywhere because I was just not capable of that. Obviously, so, the vibes were off on Friendsgiving because Theodore was like, <laughs> no, get me out of this house right now. Because like, that was at the point where he was like, sleep anywhere. So, Ashley was at my, <laughs> at my house all day long on things. We did... Yeah. Yeah. So, I was there all day long. <laughs> so we did Friendsgiving at my house. Like, I hosted it. The baby is not even two full months old. It's yeah. It's like a month and a half. And she's... She... They're there the whole day. She's helping me, just hanging out. Maybe ten minutes before we're, like, ready to eat. But it was, like, late. It was, like... Yeah. Well, yeah. One, it was, like, two and a half hours after we were supposed to eat. Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's, like, we're gonna go. And I was, like, oh. <laughs> In my mind, I'm, like, I understand. Like, he was not... No, he was not having He was it. not having it. And, like, I don't and, think and, he and, slept like, at all. No, he didn't. He took maybe, like, five or ten minute nap. Yeah. And it's so hard. Like... I'm not going because my baby's crying and it's bothering me. I'm going because my baby is miserable. So the thing about, like, babies, if they get too tired, they they can't sleep. Yeah. And that makes it, like, way worse. And everyone was just like, she's leaving? Yeah, they all learned their lesson, didn't they? I was like, well, I was like, I was... I was in, like, the moment, so I was like, oh, okay. I was trying to think about how I could, like, make you some plates to take with you. Yeah, you can ask. I was like, don't even worry about it. And so everyone else was just like, what is happening? And I was like... Just wait, because <laughs> babies are a whole other thing, and, like, they tell you when it's time to go. And I so. remember, because I, I think I was, like, still, like, probably too fresh postpartum. I was so upset whenever I found out, like, people had said stuff. Yeah. I was so upset. I was and, like, like, they just didn't know. They didn't understand. Yeah. And No, and it's, like, it, and I think it's just one of those things of, like, it almost, like, again, it had nothing to do with me. Theodore was so miserable. Why was I going to continue to put him through that, like? Yeah. And it was like, it was so, yeah, it was so, and I was like, and like, then I wanted to be like, I was here all day, where were you? <laughs> well, Not see, here. But then you ended up like driving around for like, what was it, like 45 minutes? We literally, minutes? We, he, we, we put his car seat in and we hadn't even, like we hadn't even pulled off of your street. And he was asleep. He was asleep. So we drove around like, I think an hour and 45 minutes, that way in case we got him home and woke him up, he, he woke would, up, he would at least have had some sleep and yeah. we'd be able to do a wake window and then put him back down. We came home, changed his diaper, changed his clothes, sleep sack, didn't wake up through any of it. And slept a lot, didn't he? Yeah, he slept until like, well, I think he slept like till 3 or 4 a.m. that morning. Yeah. Yeah. He like, yeah. He slept at like 6 p.m. whole experience. Yeah. That was a good dinner I made. I'm so sorry for you. That's okay. That story, though, will never, ever go away. <laughs> like, no. Oh. No, and it's like, it's like obviously like it's funny now because like, yeah. they, the, like they do understand now. Yeah. But I was, like, so... It's, like, it's just one of those things of, like... It's a hope... It's, like, you have to consider, like, the parents and the baby. Like, it's yeah, not just, it's like... It's not you, parents. And, and, like, that's just it. It's, well, like... Well, it's, like, from a parent's perspective. Like, if you don't under... If you're not a parent, don't, like... You can't really give any type of anything there because you yeah. don't understand. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Yeah. That was, like, definitely, like... I mean... I don't feel bad. Like I don't feel bad for me. I didn't feel bad when I left either. When it when it happened, I was like I was so busy. And then well, I, was, I probably just said it initially. I was like, bye. I was like, well, I probably wasn't making a big deal out about it. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're just. Well, you had out. come and talked to me, and yeah. then you just said bye, and so everyone was just like, what? Well, I didn't need to explain myself to anyone then. And I was at first, I was like, I was trying to process it, and then I was like, oh, okay, it's because the baby, and like, it was just like. I think it. I think when you told me about it, it really took you off guard because I normally like just like so carefree. Yeah. But it just like it got under my skin. Like it probably it still bugs me a little bit. Like if I'm being honest, like I'm still bothered by it. Um. But it's just like I don't know. It kind of got on my under my skin because it's like it was just like a very judgmental thing. Yeah. And like I was six weeks postpartum. <laughs> like, leave me yeah. alone. I just had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. That I feel was... like everyone's just used to my kids. Like they just go like like I said they just go with the flow and they would like. I've had my babies yeah. out all day and like I've never I would never just leave. I guess I would just be like but, deal with it. But I also think that's like <laughs> part of like your like trauma. Yeah, I don't know if trauma is the right word, but like guilt will keep. Yeah, me you felt that you you. I don't have that. Like you didn't want. Like if that were you, you would have stayed, but you wouldn't have wanted to. You would have been yeah. unhappy. You did, and like I just I'm not I've literally this myself. done that just yeah. because I would feel bad if I you know. And like to me, like my son's comfort 
comes first. <laughs> like, None screw you, you guys. Like, well, and I think, sure. like, as a child, that wasn't, like, your case. Like, my parents always put us first. Like this also, like, I've been keeping it in here, so oh, we have it. Um, as Like, as a child, my parents always put me first, so it's like, well, I'm going to always put my kid first. And that was, you were not put first as a no. kid, so for you, it feels wrong, Yeah. even though it shouldn't be. And so I actually think that's, like, another thing that, like, I've noticed a change in you is like, like you going die free mm-hmm. has been like. I gave maybe half a second of thought of like what people would think. And then I just threw that out the window. I'm like, these are my kids. This is our life. And the change I've seen in my kids was enough to not care what anybody thinks. Mm-hmm. And actually I was very pleasantly surprised with the response we got from it. Like, cause we go to, obviously we go to galas a lot and I just mentioned it. And I even brought a bag of snacks. And since then, they look at the ingredients and they make sure that there are snacks for the kids. And I'm like, this well, is like, so nice. Before I say this, just to be clear, this is not, I don't think Gayla did anything wrong. But I remember, I think it was soccer maybe, you had said something. And she was like, well, I don't know if we'll be able to be dye-free because the Dorito, like some of the stuff we have has dye in it. Yeah. And like, well, I'll just bring them a snack. Yeah. And she goes, well, won't they get upset that the other kids are having something and they won't? And I know she didn't mean it, like. Like, in a, like, oh, you're being silly way. But I was so scared of how you were going to respond. I was so, I was like, okay, I'm here. Like, I'm here to back up. And you're like, oh, it'll be fine. Because, like, I was so scared you were just going to immediately back down. Because I oh. knew how important this was to yeah. you. And then, so, like, you were like, no, it'll be fine. And she was like, okay. And, like, I don't think she meant it. Like, I never oh, got the vibe. Not. She didn't mean it that way. But I was still so scared you were going to take it that way. <laughs> because of who you are. And so. I probably would have, like. A year ago. I probably been like, oh, yeah, you, maybe. You know, I would have That's what I was kind of almost expecting. No. But, like, I noticed that, like, change in you of, like, you're definitely, like, a lot more willing to speak up for what you want. Yeah. <sighs> that scares people, too. So, there's a lot oh, of it terrifies times, people. Yeah. So, well, there was a lot of times people wouldn't even say anything to me. Because they did. They People just, I swear, there's this narrative of me out there that people think I'm just, like, an awful person and will just be mean. And I'm like, there, why don't we find out? There's <laughs> a narrative of me that I fully like believe that people know that I'm just going to speak up for myself. Mm-hmm. And so I find I don't have like people test my boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like they, they just kind of don't think it's like a possibility, which it's not, you're not wrong. And it's like, it, this is not like a mean place at all. Like, it, it comes from not me being mean or them being too scared, and so they're mean behind it. Mm-hmm. They just know that if I say something, it's, like, it's... And, like, Ryan and I have, like, we've kind of talked about it. There are rules which we can be flexible on. There might be room for conversation. We may not, like, we may not have 100%. And then we have boundaries, and boundaries are not a conversation. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, people will be respectful and be like, well, I don't agree with you and, like, try to have a respectful like, conversation. Like, no, that's a statement. That is not up for debate. Yeah, and it's like, I don't care how respectful you're being or how nice you're being. If it's a rule, I'm so open for conversation. Yeah. But if it's a boundary, there is no conversation. The decision has been made. Yeah, see, the thing about, like, when people wouldn't say things to me is because, or even if they did, people assume that I'm, like, kind of like a pushover. Like, I wouldn't actually say how I feel because I'd be too scared to, like, upset someone. That whenever I actually started doing that, People assume that I'm starting to be, like... Mean. Mean. Yeah. I'm like, no. I'm just finally speaking up for myself and my family. And that's... I'm willing to be that to them if that's what they feel like I am, but... And that's, like, definitely, like, how I feel is, like... Kind of, like, bringing it back to, like, I'm a high-maintenance person. And, like, obviously, as a mother, I get a little bit of flack for that, right? Um, And there was, like, a moment, um, like... Where Ryan's grandmother, someone asked to hold Theodore at, like, Thanksgiving or Christmas. So, obviously, family. Or I can't remember what it was. Because Christmas, I didn't let people hold him because he had just gotten over COVID. Yeah. But someone was like, oh, can I hold him? And she goes, oh, yeah, she'll let you. Like, his grandma goes, she'll let. Oh, of course she'll let you hold him. She's always letting people hold him. Like, I don't ever hold my baby. And I was kind of like, well, you guys, like, one, you're his, like, you'd be pissed if I didn't let you hold him. Yes. Which I know that's not how she meant it. <laughs> but, like, I, again, I think I was, he was probably, like, seven or eight weeks old. So, I was like. Real sensitive still. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's not how she meant it at all. She's the sweetest lady ever. But it, like, was one of those things where I was, like... and I Don't admit, assume that I'm... Yeah, like, it's not that I don't want to hold my baby. It's that, like, I... Well, and, like, now, like, now, it's, like, I, again, 
everyone kind of knows. I really want him to have relationships with his Gogo and his grandmother and his Gigi Ma and his Grammy. Like, I want him to have these relationships because they're so precious and they're so mm-hmm. fleeting. Yep. And, like, to watch that boy with his Gogo is, like... <laughs> A whole experience in itself. Oh, yeah. It's, like, you're just, like, this is... He's going to grow up and just love every second of this. And, like, watching with my mom, it's just, like, I'm so happy that, like... I didn't have that, like, fear of, like, letting people hold him as, like, a first-time mom. Like, I didn't have that fear, so he really was able to, like... Because that's how babies connect to skin to skin. Mm-hmm. So when he was really little, I did let people hold him and get that connection, and I'm so thankful I did. But, like, I did kind of worry, like, what people were going to think, like, when I became a mother, like, behind my back. Because, like, I, I went through a lot of shame of being high-maintenance. So my ex-husband... All of his friends' girlfriends were, like, low-maintenance and, like, disgustingly proud to be low-maintenance to the point where, like, they were looking down on me because I was high-maintenance. And, like, I feel like that's very, one, that's very pick-me girl energy. Um, And, like, I just feel like that was so popular and so, like, well, I don't do that. I don't have time to do makeup. I don't need to do all that. That's just so extra. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like. Good for you. Great. Cool. Take pride in looking like shit. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, like, and I would get, like, it was so funny because, like, and it's just, like, one of those things where, like, they just took so much pride in being low maintenance and I was the problem. And I would just be like, oh, cool for you. But, like, there was so much shit. Like, I was, I was, like, put through so much shame and, like, around being high maintenance to, like, now I'm just, like, unapologetically, like, this is who I am. Right. I'm glad because... No one should ever make you feel that way, and I'm glad you can finally feel comfortable being you. I mean, not that you didn't before, but like no, like I definitely think like it would like it would shock you like what it was, and like it definitely made it to where I was never gonna be friends with them because they were. It was like this thing because like I like makeup is always the thing that I comes back to because like it's the easy thing for people to target. Like I get criticized for it. like I wore makeup to like a bonfire in one of their houses, and like oh, why would you wear makeup to this? Because I wanted to. Mind your business. Right? Like, were you there? Did you have to apply it? Yeah. If you didn't, that's none of your business. Yeah. It's, like, so weird. Like, it's, like, that's, and that's just weird girl energy. Like, that's yeah. just. <laughs> Why are you taking a picture of me? Because <laughs> I want it for my Instagram. It's called... <laughs> You just, like, I just, like, barely pull out my phone and she's, like, looking down like Jack does when I try to take a picture of him. Like, Jack and I probably feel the same way about being photographed. It's weird. Like, this is, like, don't, don't just show up at my house and make me. I like how in our last story where we were filming with Faith, like, I was, like, getting so impatient. What are you doing? Stop it. I was adjusting the brightness. <laughs> what? What were you saying? <laughs> when we were taking pictures of Faith yeah. and my face at the end photo, because I was like, come on. The funniest part is that's a live photo, so I could have changed it to like and I, a no. smiling picture, and I was like, no, no. there's no way. That, that was a personality pick, and this yeah. is who I am as a person. What is like the most high maintenance thing you're about? I. <laughs> this is the thing. Like, me and Alan sat down, and I was like, you gotta help me, because. That's, like, as a low-maintenance person, I might have, like, a few things that I'm, like, a little bit higher maintenance on. It's just hard to think of them. And the one thing is, I will always send a steak back (laughs) if it is not perfect. If it is anything above medium, it's going back. I would rather eat it raw than eat it cooked past medium. Same. Every single time. (laughs) I'll send it back. But he's that actually covers, like, all food. Like, I'm pretty... I never really thought I was, like, picky. I'll eat a lot of food, like, a lot of different types of food. There's only a couple that I won't eat. But I have to have it cooked specifically. Yeah. And so, that's really... (laughs) I swear I'm not, like... I just feel like I don't have a lot of things that I... I feel like I'm getting more high maintenance about things. Like, I spent half the day today cleaning my shoes. Mm -hmm. Because I now have, like, six pairs of white shoes as someone who can't even keep their shirt clean when they eat. And I spent, like, half the day cleaning all my shoes. Because you showed me how to clean them. And that actually works. It's, like, it's a very low, like, an easy way to get that, too. Yeah. And I started getting, like, skincare stuff. So Mm -hmm. thanks to you for that. 
Yeah. So, we but other than that, like, routine. huh? So I love a good skincare routine. Yeah. It just feels nice to do. It feels yeah. nice to pamper yourself. Yeah. But. I have two, like, big contradictions. So in case you haven't gathered by now, I'm a psycho clean freak. Don't look at my car. It's disgusting. <laughs> I literally got out of my car and I was like, I really hope she doesn't want to go anywhere or take my car ever anytime soon because it is awful in there. There's yeah. a lot of, like orange juice in there from like five There is days a ago. half, there's an open half drank Alani rolling around in my floorboard. <laughs> from oh, like dear. a week ago. So it's like, I got the Alani's out. Which one is it? It must be good in there. Oh. It was my third one of the day, so it doesn't mean the flavor was bad. It's just my third one of the day. Of the day? Yeah. This, obviously, I was, like, doing all that stuff at work. I think I would die, honestly. No. One gets me all jittery, <laughs> let alone three. Oh, my heart would stop. Me and Matt, like, uh, Ryan has, like, quit drinking energy drinks, but we were drinking, like, multiple Red Bulls a day. Like, his mom was getting real concerned about our hearts. Um, the only thing I like Red Bull in is a Jaeger bomb. Oh, I love Red Bull. Red Bull is... But I don't like the sugar-free or the zero Red Bulls, so unless I get them from Seven Brew with flavoring them <laughs> all day long. But and so I try not to do energy drinks with real sugar. Only the fake chemical stuff, please. Great. If you're gonna kill me, do it faster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally sitting here like I'm definitely gonna live longer than you. <laughs> <laughs> please. I don't, um, I don't want to. <laughs> and the other thing is my nails. I'll mm. paint my nails every day, but I sit there and like pick off yeah. my nail polish. That's satisfying, though. Yeah, you'll, unless it's a special event, this is what my nails look like. That was, like, the first time I left Theodore. We, you and I went and got my nails done for your family photos. Courtney. Oh. I don't yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah, it was for your family photos with Courtney. I don't remember. No. Yeah, because when was Cora's wedding? October. Maybe it was for that. I think it was for that. Because I had Theodore in September, at the end of September. That was what it was for. You went and got your nails done for Cora's wedding. Mm. And I went with you. Got okay. my nails done. Where did we go? Rockstar. Oh, I remember now. Okay. Because we went to Target afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> you know where you can catch Val and I? Yeah, Target. <laughs> That's where we're both high maintenance. Yep. I never really went to Target either before I met you. Listen, sometimes I'll pay $2 more for something. It's worth it sometimes. They're baby clothes. Their little kid so clothes cute. are so good. I love getting the kids' pants from there. The Cat and Jack ones are the best. Anywhere. Like, you can't get better There's pants There's a super target in Kansas City. And it's, like, right across the street from either Costco or Trader Joe's that we always go to when we're up there with, like, Ryan's mom and stuff. And we never have time to stop. And I was like, we need to go there so bad. Can you imagine the clothes they have? Oh, yeah. I've been... There's a super target in Colorado Springs when we go there. My aunt likes to... We sneak away from the guys and the kids and we go there. So I'll have a new, like, respect for it this yeah. time. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm gonna, I'll, like, video chat you while I'm there. Be like, look at this. Look at this. Well, I bet that one has an Alta in it now, too, because... Alta partnered with Targets, and they have, like, some oh, in there. I'll look for that. Have you have you been in a Sephora with me? Mm, have we gone to the mall at all together like that? Like, Our mall we doesn't have a Sephora. In the JCPenney's? Not anymore. <laughs> that's how much <laughs> like I know. It's now. Oh. But that also doesn't count. I mean, like, a real Sephora, so that's the answer is no. No, I've, I've never been to a, just a Sephora. Where, where even is one? Like, Rogers? Sprinkle? Oh, yeah. We're going to go. That's going to be our first TikTok. It's just you reacting to the prices of things as I Sephora. Oh, dear. Yeah, I was actually telling Alan, because, like, you posted a picture of your skincare routine, and then I took a picture of mine, and I was like, this is, like, beginner. <laughs> I tagged some of my skincare products. Hold on. Let's pull up. Let's, let's, talk, let's talk about this while we're here. So, I have the... You want to get your calculator out? Oh, gosh, yeah. So, um, I, there's two things we'll have to look up the price of. I have the Summer Fridays. We'll start with the, the cleanser. I have the Creamy Jelly Cleanser from Bioma, which I'm finishing up. I like it. It's not bad. My all-time favorite cleanser is the Youth to the People one. It's really expensive. So, this one's $12. We'll start low. My Vitamin C Serum, which is the next step in my process, is $85. Then the next step in my process is my hydrating spray, and that one I'm going to have to look up real quick because I could only link the mini for some reason. I'm not good at social media, guys. <laughs> um, 
It's like the Beekman milkshake. I saw this girl, her name's Rudy. It's Rudy or something. I'll try to put her Instagram handle in the bio of this. Or, or yeah, her Instagram will work too. I watched her on YouTube all of a sudden and she used it. And I was like, oh, I need to try that. Why do they only have the travel size? I bought the big one. It was like $36 or $38. So do $36 just for safety. Then I use my Fervor Hyaluronic Acid, which is $19. Then my eye cream is $44, which is the Summer Fridays Vitamin C and Peptide Eye Cream. Then I used the, so my all-time favorite moisturizer is the Dr. Dennis Gross. It's like in a blue, it's like the marine gel one. But I tried the Summer Fridays one, which is really good still too. Um, I used it, it was $45. Then my SPF was $36. It's also the Summer Fridays SPF. What did my skincare routine cost me on Thursday? $277. $277 for just my morning skincare. Like not makeup, just my skincare. I don't even want to add my makeup up. That's yeah, probably not. Though you should open all your drawers and take pictures and I should just if we just added up the cost of all my Natasha Denona palettes. I might be out of debt. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like funny because your sister was like, "Oh my gosh, I know what all of these look like." And I and on your face like you were like, "Oh, oh, those must be." I was like, "Oh my gosh." So you know I have like the little I have the little tiny ones that are like this big. Those are $30. The like medium-sized ones are 65 and the big ones are 130. I wouldn't even spend that much on, like, shoes. <laughs> so I remember when I first got to makeup, um, I, like, found Sephora, and I very quickly could not afford it, so I got out of makeup. I was like, no, not for me. When I found it again, I unfortunately could afford it. And I remember thinking, like, if a $38 foundation was, like, way too expensive, and a $40 eyeshadow palette was, like, way too expensive. I spent like 60 bucks on a skin tint now. And I'm just like, what is wrong with me? And then those eyeshadow palettes. I mean, if I, you can afford it, by all means, like. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Someone needs to take it away from me. <laughs> I was literally, um, I was shopping the other day and I saw, I was getting groceries and stuff and I saw Ryan there and I was like, hey, you know, how you doing? Yeah, he told me. He's like, I saw Val twice at the store and I was like, gross. So I was shopping and my I, got, I got like all my groceries and then I just happened to end up in the like air fryers and the rugs and stuff. And then I see him again, like my cart's like three times as full. And he's like, he's like, how's it going? I was like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I'm spending way too much money, like. Oh, we were like talking about making plans tomorrow because we're both free all day. And we're like, do you want to go to Sam's Club together? <laughs> so obviously I'm not so high maintenance that I don't shop at Sam's, uh, Sam's Club. I used to do my grocery shopping at Target. I could, I don't think I could. There's, it just, I like variety. I like to be able to choose. And well, I, feel like like, you don't I used get to also really... eat out like a lot more. Oh, so. yeah. I don't do that. They're like buying stuff for baby led weaning there is so good because like their good and gather brand is such a good No, they have some great brands there. And I will I do now end up stopping there at least twice a month to get some snacks and stuff like that. But I Well they have the Made Good and the Nature what's the other one that you like? Uh Nature's Bakery. Yeah. They have those at uh Wally World now. Yeah I saw them I actually got a box of the like brownie ones I'm always trying to find. And I would try to find them for, like, months whenever I, I found them online. Like, I couldn't order them. I just saw, like, a picture, and I was like, I need to have those, because I like the other ones. They were not up to the hype, I'll tell you that. I saw the things I got you at Costco, what are those, the Heavenly Bites or whatever? Oh, the best. So I saw that we were in Costco, I said those, and I was like, no, those those look good. And I walked in, I was like, oh, those are foul snack. <laughs> they're the best. Though, they're, I didn't read it, I just saw it, and I was like, yes, get it. They're, like, minis, like, mini packs. And I was oh. like, do not try to limit me on how many of these I want to eat. Well, yes, there are many packs. It's Costco. <laughs> I didn't even read. Well, I've never been there. I don't know. It's like, it's just like Sam's Club. Yeah. But I like getting the ones that Except like... Except for I have a Costco hoodie and I don't have a Sam's Club hoodie. It's not the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> I like getting the big bites. Those are... Oh, I could eat the whole bag. I like the... My favorite part about Costco is they sell the Unreal Chocolate Coconut Bars. Which are like supposed to be like mounds. Like Almond Joys and Mounds. Oh, yeah. But like they're the... I have to try that. Sounds good. I have a whole big pack of them. <laughs> they sell those. And that's a just, for Costco. You just need to know the next time you do like a day trip to Kansas City and you go to all, like Trader Joe's and Ikea and you don't take me, our podcast is canceled. <laughs> that's going to be our new threat every time. <laughs> and our podcast is canceled. 
But yeah, I think like that's like the the I'm gonna use the word nuance and I'm gonna start using it like annoyingly again. I'm so sorry. Great. The nuance to be like high and low maintenance is a lot of it like comes from like something deeper. And there's like like you shouldn't feel shame whether you're one or the other. Like don't let people make you feel bad. Don't let pick me's get to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, every time I say that, I think of pick me goats. I think of pick me, choose me, yeah, love, love me. me. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think. Meredith Grey was the original pick me. Yeah, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> don't come for me, Grey's Anatomy stands. I Grey's Anatomy stands. So I love it. No, I don't watch Friends. Our podcast is canceled. <laughs> Listen. For real this that time. Was, that was when I trapped you. So, so we're walking through Target. We had been, I, mean, we, I, was, I was like, I was like about to have, I think I had yeah. a baby like a week later. Like we've definitely established a friendship here. Yeah, we were close like friends she, at this point. She waited a while. And I knew. I intentionally waited. And we're walking through Target just talking about whatever. And she's like in the middle of some, like, I don't know what you were talking about. In the middle of like a topic. And she's just like, oh yeah, and I don't like friends. And then she just keeps talking about whatever she was talking about. And I was like, hold up. I stop in the middle of the aisle. I'm like, what? What did you just say? She's like, I feel like we're friends long enough now that this is going to be fine. I'm like, reconsidering everything in my mind. I was very let down that day. It's funny because like you are not the first close friend I had who has like felt that way. I just I couldn't. I mean, I was it. so unserious about it. Obviously, I feel but, like, less. I feel less strong about friends than I do the office. I don't watch the office. The office you people are the worst kind that. of people, right? It's like I just assume that like your humor level is like really low. So I dated this guy. I'm not um, very funny. <laughs> and his like like the epitome of humor to him was the office, and I just assume like. Like, so, like, like this is a PSA, right? If you sit there and the office is the epitome of comedy to you, call your therapist. <laughs> I just assume they're related. <laughs> As someone who also needs to see a therapist. But I, like, don't find the office funny. But I was never, I never felt strongly about it. Like, I never was like, ah, pe- people who watch the office are the worst. This guy. This guy. One, he, which, okay, I'm pro-ghosting. So, like, this isn't, like, he ghosted me. And then, literally, like, Two days later, after he ghosted me, he posted something. Like, people who don't find The Office funny just, like, don't understand. It's so, like, mean like that, right? And I had told him that literally on the first date. So he knew. It's not like he continued to date me and then found out and then ghosted me because I don't like The Office. But the fact that he made me feel like he ghosted me because I didn't like The Office. I hate everyone. <laughs> if you like The Office and weird off friends, Caleb. I know you're not listening, but Ryan's brother. Brian, Brian's brother likes the office, and I, we joke about it all the time. But yeah, like that that was that was my line. That was my reason, and now I hit the office. <laughs> all right, bye. <laughs> uh, no, definitely. If you have a good closing for us, I'm running out of <laughs> stupid real, things to say. <laughs> we need suggestions on how to end these because we're like good. Starting them, but... Yeah, I like our really simple start, um, but they always end so poorly because I can never... I'm, like, always hoping that on the fly I can come up with an ending. You did that one day. Remember, it was, like... Cause at the, well, on our trailer? Our trailer no, ended no, so beautifully because I was, trailer. like, because at the end of the day, aren't we all self-misguided? Oh. And that was the end of our trailer. So it can't be... I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, are we all self-misguided? Because, like, I'm out here telling people to go to therapy. 